Hey folks, this is Dr. Gersmar from Aspire Natural Health. This is one of our shorts where I answer a question, concern, or topic to help you take better control of your health. Let's get on with the show. Hey folks, this is Dr. Gersmar from Aspire Natural Health. And in this quick video, I want to talk to you about constipation. Now, I know everyone laughs when we talk about pooping and bowel movements until it happens to them. And constipation is no laughing matter. Well, a little bit. Okay, so in this quick video, we're going to move beyond the quick fix advice of just eat more fiber and take laxatives to talk about the seven potential underlying causes of most cases of constipation. So knowing this, you'll be able to actually take care of the real reasons for constipation instead of having to rely on laxatives. You ready? So let's dive in. So the first underlying cause has to do with food and water. So simply put, a lot of people out there aren't drinking enough water, and you might be one of them. And if you're not drinking enough water, it's a surefire cure for constip to, to be constipated. Making sure you're drinking enough water and that you don't have to drown yourself or drink gallons of water every day, but being sure that you're drinking a good amount of water. One clue is what your urine looks like. So if your urine is that bright yellow, dark, concentrated, or stinky odor, you are most likely constipated. Now, B vitamins can turn your, or, or some supplements can turn your yellow, bright neon yellow. That's not what we're talking about. If you're not drinking regularly, you're not peeing regularly, and you're seeing that dark concentrated urine, that, that's one sign you're dehydrated. So the first step for constipation is to make sure that you're drinking enough water. Now, the second step is the food that you're eating. So what are the three most common constipating foods? The first is going to be flour, the second, sugar, and the third, dairy. So dairy is not, you'll hear some people out there saying dairy is bad for everyone, and I don't happen to agree with that, but there are a significant number of people that have issues with dairy, and you might be one of them. So our common diets tend to be high in flour, high in sugar, and high in dairy. Is it any wonder that so many of us are constipated? So reducing or eliminating flour, sugar, and dairy, if you believe you're sensitive to it, can go a huge way towards taking care of constipation. Now, what are the foods or the types of foods that promote healthy pooping and good bowel movements? And those are your high fiber foods like uh, vegetables, fruits, nuts and seeds, whole grains, those kind of things. Now, not everyone does well on those, and we're going to get to that in just a second. But if you don't have some of those other underlying causes, making sure you're getting enough fiber in your diet, again, no need to go crazy and eat monstrous amounts of these things, but most of us could do with eating more fiber. The second is fat. Fat stimulates your gallbladder and your bile, which stimulates uh, pooping and bowel movements. And so if you've been following a low-fat diet, that can be another cause for constipation. So f drinking enough water, avoiding or eliminating flour, sugar, and dairy, and getting enough fiber and fat in our diet. Now, the second underlying cause beyond food and water is our digestion. This is a little more than we have time to go into today, but if our digestion is not working properly, if we're not breaking down our food, if all of the juices like enough stomach acid and that bile that we were talking about before are not there and doing their jobs, one of the things that can happen constipation. So making sure that we're digesting 
correctly. Now there are tests that can be done and there are there are uh, protocols and methods that can and that can find out if that's an issue for you and that can take care of it for you. We can do that or other doctors uh, can take care of that for you. Now the third underlying cause is going to be movement or exercise. So being sedentary is a cause of constipation. Moving your body, especially anything that's going to get your midsection moving. So that can range from walking to yoga to all sorts of other exercise, but anything that gets the abdomen moving will stimulate the bowels. Now the fourth common cause of constipation is stress. Now this sounds silly, uh, might sound silly to you, uh, but it's true. We know that the brain and the gut have a very strong connection. And the easy way that almost all of us have noticed before is if we have to get up in front of a crowd and give a speech, and most of us, most of us notice those butterflies in our stomach, and we may feel like we have to use the bathroom, there's actually nothing per se going on in the digestion, but the signals that the brain is sending to the digestion are causing those feelings and sensations. We know what's going on up here can profoundly influence what's going on down there. Some people with stress go the opposite direction, are going to have more diarrhea, but for a lot of us, it can plug us up and cause constipation. So finding methods for effectively dealing with our stress can go a long way towards pooping well. Now, the fifth reason that we can be constipated is our microbiome. So these are the bacteria, fungus, and viruses that live inside of our digestive tract. And if you haven't heard of this, we data continues to grow about the profound influence these guys have on us. I'm going to only mention one thing today that can contribute to constipation, and that is a condition called SIBO, S-I-B-O, or small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, too many bacteria in the small intestine. And depending on how that is and what type of bacteria they are, this can cause more diarrhea. But for a chunk of people, it can cause some serious and troubling constipation. One sign that you might have SIBO is, remember we talked about earlier those high fiber foods, fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, whole grains, how they can be good for bowel movements. But if you find when you eat those foods, they actually make you more constipated, that could be a sign that you have SIBO. Now, any good doctor can easily check this out, know what's involved, and help you take care of it. Unfortunately, there are many doctors out there who are just simply undereducated on this. I was talking with a patient yesterday, and he has gone years with undiagnosed SIBO, seen many specialists, many doctors, had a lot of pain and suffering, and we were able to quickly and easily figure out that it was SIBO and get him some help. So the microbiome can have a huge impact on our bowel movements and can be a prime cause of constipation. Now the sixth reason that we can be constipated is our hormones. And we're gonna talk specifically here about the thyroid hormone. So one consequence of low thyroid is going to be constipation. Now. Any doctor can test for this, but again, many don't do it adequately. Uh, and there can be 
severe cases where we're very hypothyroid and severe constipation, but for a lot of people out there, we find that their thyroid is actually very borderline. It may be just above the cutoff or just below the cutoff, and they're not suffering from severe symptoms of hypothyroidism, but they may have more fatigue, uh, they may be unable to lose weight, and they may be tending towards constipation. This can be checked, and getting those thyroid hormones back to a more balanced and healthy place can totally clear up constipation for people. The seventh and the last underlying cause that we're going to talk about today are medications. So there are some medications that absolutely um, are prone to causing constipation for people. And the three big ones that we'll mention right now, although many medications can cause constipation for people, but the three big ones are obviously pain pills. Now most people, most doctors are highly aware of this. Um, if you're on pain medication, if you have chronic pain, be aware that those, those pills, those medications absolutely cause constipation for people and that can be a really big issue. Now the second one that many people don't realize is that SSRIs or antidepressants, especially in some people, can cause constipation. And the third is that blood certain blood pressure medications can also cause constipation. So if you're doing many of these other things and still suffering with constipation, it may be time to check out our medica your medications and see if they might be a factor in what's going on for you. So there you have it, the seven underlying causes of constipation, food and water, digestion, movement or exercise, stress levels, your microbiome, hormones, and medications. Well, that's it for me today. I hope you found this help valuable. If you did, I ask, please share it with one friend or family member who you think could benefit. Constipation, again, a really big deal. Many of us are suffering and it's a little embarrassing or it might feel a little too humorous um, until it happens to us and it can cause immense suffering. So please take these steps, use them, pass them on to one person you know could benefit. And I know we've covered a lot today. If you'd like to get a cheat sheet of everything I just went over, all you need to do is click on the link below and we'll email that right to you so you'll have it all right there for you. At Aspire Natural Health, we're experts at treating digestive issues and autoimmunity. We help people with digestive and autoimmune problems take control of their issues, avoid dangerous drugs and surgeries, and recover their freedom and control of their lives. If that's you, let's chat. Let's see if we're a good fit for one another. All right, folks, until next time, take care. Well, that's it for us today. We're here to help. If you found this helpful, can you think of one person who also might find this useful and share it with them by either clicking the share button or sending them the link to the show? At Aspire Natural Health, we're experts at treating digestive issues and autoimmune diseases. If that's you, we'd love to connect with you. Let's chat. We guarantee a no-obligation, no-pressure discussion to find out if we're the right fit for one another. If we are, we'll move forward, and if we're not, we'll do our best to connect you with someone else who can better serve you. You have absolutely nothing to lose, so get in touch with us at 425-202-7849 or by emailing us at info at AspireNaturalHealth.com. Until next time, folks, take care.